Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hardnumber4wrestling. Add our email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, happy 4th of July to you. Happy 4th of July, Jim. How was your weekend? It was excellent. I actually got out. I did some stuff. I got some color. I saw everybody's kids. I went out kids shopping. Checking out kids. Hey, there's kids. <laughs> there's that kid I haven't seen before. Yeah, all right, there it is. All right, good. I'm not buying any. I'm out of here. How are these kids looking? They're looking good. They look like kids. They're all very, very well behaved, which I can't complain about because I've known some pretty shitty kids over the years. How about you, Brandon? How was it? Well, not bad. I went out to my girlfriend's house, stayed there for most of the weekend, set off her dad's fireworks for him because he has multiple fingers missing from separate fireworks accidents over the years. So I, I'm now that the, the uh, I'm now the uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the designated fireman and uh, listen to a bunch of 50 year old guys talk about uh, the end of the world. I feel like. Especially the farther away you get from the city, and plus the age of these guys, it's mm-hmm. like everybody's. It's I feel like I'm at like a militia meeting. I uh, I'm looking for a picture of me when a firework went off in my hand. Hold on. I believe it's on social media. But how else did it go? <laughs> while I look for this. Yeah, well, you looked that up. Not bad at all. Uh, got asked. Now, are you one of them liberals? A couple times. Cool. So cool stuff like that. Talked about hoarding rations, what kind of guns people bought. That's kind of bullshit people are into, I guess. You guys see that? So, oh, my God. That's my hand. That's too bad. I can't, I can't zoom, but that's my hand. There it is. Black as shit. I got to hold it. Almost lost a finger. That's fire. I lit it, and it blew up in my hands. That's why you're supposed to put them down first. So if you want to check out my burn-ass fingers, go to our YouTube page and subscribe and watch. Good. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, they're not producing diesel oil anymore. I've been hoarding diesel oil in case anybody needs some. I'm just like, like I don't care about this shit. <laughs> what are you talking so. about? Uh, I, I, I witnessed my first Let's Go Brandon shirt in public. Like, yeah, in okay. Well, I saw one. The guy definitely looked like he knew what he was talking about. Like, that I should be like, man, that this guy's got it right. He looked like he was like... Touched, a little bit touched, a little off. I bought I bought one of those shot glasses. Uh, my girlfriend hid it in our closet, but I'm like it's Mar- maybe it's my name. It's kind, it's kind of American history. It's it is gotta, a little bit. <laughs> we, one. My daughter and I were down the shore. We were down the shore last year, you know, like down the shore in Jersey, Ocean City, Wildwood. They have these T-shirt joints that just pick up whatever the fuck they can sell. So they got all the trends, minions, you know, Dragon Ball Z. Everybody's got a Dragon Ball Z fucking design. But it, the one year was all Trump shit. And she and I were like, man, we should, like I was saying to her, I was like, when has it become kitschy to own this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like if I own this and somebody comes over to the house and like, what the fuck's with all this bullshit? They'll think I'm like a crazy person. But when does it become like ironic that I own a uh, Trump on the body of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, holding an American flag and fighting a crocodile or something like that? Exactly. Yeah, that was the uh, our grand finale this year was a big firework, 168 shot cake. That the image on it was Trump standing on top of a tank. Nice. With he's, a he's so an assault rifle. He's so man. He's such a manly man. <laughs> Chris, how was your weekend? I got questions. I have so many hey, go questions. For it. Let's go. What do you got? Um, I was told this before. I know it's. I vaguely remember. First of all, let me just say this. 
there was a period um, where, uh, so, uh, you know, Jimmy is a very intelligent man. Uh, there was a period of Jim's what, life. What is this? There was a period of Jim's life where um, he was completely fucking brainless. And I believe the firework in the hand was in the midst of that brainless era of James <laughs> where he was uh, just compl- I mean, look, at that point, I was even more out of my mind. But, um, yeah, Jim was uh, in another dimension at that point, And I believe that was the height of it was the firework exploding in your hand. Yeah. Black ass hands. Yeah. Was it a bar um, rocket or was this? No, it was, it was like, um, you know, it's black cats, like a brick of firecrackers. Like little M80 type little tied together things. Yeah, the little ones, not the M80s. They were just crackers. And I lit it and went to throw it and it blew up in my hand before I lit it. Like, as soon as I lit it, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandon, what was yeah. Let's Go Brandon? I forget that. You don't I remember what Brandon is? No, I just really? assume I don't know what anything is. You, t- I remember it, but I don't remember it. Like I remember it was a thing, but I can't remember. It I'll let you Google that. We don't have to talk about it on here. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna do it right now. Um, yeah. So uh, first of all, uh, yeah, we uh, grabbed some steaks and hung in the pool and um, was in bed early enough to have the fireworks li- uh, wake me up. So that was probably around nine, I guess. Uh, but that's about it. We were on vacation two weeks ago, so we weren't really looking to do anything. But um, I horfed down a uh, porterhouse and a half, and uh, that was it. More importantly, uh, the 5th, we're celebrating uh, the 33rd birthday of uh, Seinfeld. That was released Yay. today. So we have to, uh, you know, just that's more important, I think, to me right now than the birthplace of our nation. But, uh, yeah, I don't have much more to, to say. Three years kind of, ago. Can yeah, that was. Yeah, still watching it, still rolling. That's when it started, thirty-three years ago. Still, yep. jokes still still stand. Some of them. Did you look it up, Chris? Mm, uh, oh, oh. I want to hear. I don't <laughs> have to discuss it. I just want your reaction to it. Hold on. I think Chris is looking at boobs instead. <laughs> You just see a reflection in his glasses of just a penis going into a butt. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. For a video of those people fucking on the parkway. <laughs> so Chris, we got a, a race car driver. Okay. Okay, I'll let you figure know. it out. We'll talk about it off what? air. We'll yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about wrestling. So, uh, Stardom. You guys catch it out. Uh, check it out. The Stardom. What was it called again? Fight in the top. Fight Two in matches. the top. Fight in the top. In, inside of the top. In, it's spinning top, not at the top. Spinning top, like a kid's toy. They were inside it. I wish. There's two cage matches. It was pretty ridiculous. Uh, Tom Nakano versus Natsupoi. Uh, you know, uh, we're used to watching these cage matches and their WWE rules where you have to escape. Um, this one was you had to pin. You had to pin someone, then you were allowed to escape. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, interesting rule set. Got to get the pin, and then you got to get out. Uh, I was expecting this to be brutal. Fire the video up. It's like thir- brutal. Fire the video up. It's like 30-plus minutes. Not as crazy as like the Manami Toyota cage matches of the past that we've watched. Uh, first stardom cage match I've seen. I'm not sure if this is the first time that they've done that. It but um, it. But, uh, yeah, I think pre- served pretty well for their first one. These these girls, um, they're so nimble. And especially when they're really exhausted 
and I don't know if it's how much trying to look exhausted, but they just like flop right like <laughs> right onto their head and neck multiple times, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! It's like I think they can re- rely on that uh 110 pound frame and and youthfulness, but there's a couple spots, especially I think in this one, one where you know, right off the top of the cage it just gets completely crushed, <laughs> and then at the end there, um, Natsupoi, pretty sweet finish. You know, does after she gets pinned, that final ascent over the top, she just ends up getting choked out, hanging off of the cage, and the ref like kind of <laughs> kind of catches her, but she still slams into the the uh, apron of the ring. But yep. entertaining stuff from this. Yeah, this is the first time ever. Um, I didn't expect to see blood, at least none that was accidental, none that was on purpose. Um, but it was fun. So, Chris, thoughts. Yeah, um, one of the biggest things you notice about these stardom shows is that, and it's all of them, it's not just because it was in a cage, there's a lot of cringe moments, the way that these women take bumps, it's just insane. Uh, I dug the ending, the uh, basically just chucking the dead body back into the ring to uh, to get be able to climb over. I did find it, I, I, <laughs> I did have to figure it out, like I was like, oh, you got to pin them and then climb out, okay, alright, so there's a little bit of that, but I'm sure if you spoke Japanese, it was laid out for you pretty pretty easy i um, read my notes chris no I, yeah i did i just watched it uh, you know i mean i i probably read it i don't know what <laughs> let's go brandon is so who knows how i'm gonna remember this I, fucking um so yeah uh I, but it was a lot of fun um i like i said i was i was i was kind of sit. i was when, when i turned it i was like well, there's no way we're seeing blood here like you said, Jim, unless it's like they get clipped or cut, there's no intentional bleeding going to happen. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, I did like the fact that the cage was like raw as fuck. Yeah, but when it she wasn't was dragging, like produced, she's dragging Tom's face against the and Tom's like gets that weird eyeball that like a cat gets. <laughs> it's all stretched out and weird looking. She's got her <laughs> up against the cage. It was pretty cool. And Tom is always looks like she's in con- some state of agony at all times. It's very strange. Her face like, swells so fast. Her face is always all swollen. It's always like this state of half. She's always in the agony and the ecstasy at all times, this woman. Oh, she does a good job. Yep, very good. Pretty cool. Recommends. Uh, also, there's a cage match after that. So since they were already doing a cage match, mind you, this cage match whole storyline just showed up out of nowhere. They were just like, yeah, let's have a cage match. Okay, sure, fine. So we get the stars team of uh, Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, and Koguma versus Queen's Quest, the team of uh, Tami Hayashishita, um, Sayakamitani, and Azumi, in an escape rules only. And the whole thing was that uh, Koguma wanted to wrestle Azumi, but Azumi's too fast, so she said, okay, I'll put you in a cage. But then everybody else in the cage didn't want to be there. They were all trying, especially Mayu and fucking Utami, who immediately try to escape as soon as the bell rings. This was fun. I thought this was a fun fucking match. A little long, but a whole lot of fun. Brandon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, fun. This classic spot right at the beginning, two people just try to immediately bolt out and people have to pull them back in. Interesting rules here. The whole team has to get out separately, so people are trickling out throughout the match. And even though I did read your notes about it, uh, who's afraid of heights and, and uh, who's not, there's a little bit of trying to figure out like what's going on here. Does this specific person want to get out of the ring or are they trying to stay stay in the cage here and keep going? Uh, it's like classic spot fest stuff from the, you know, the 
six man or six woman cage match, uh, and then it, uh, Kaguma just keep basically cannonballs into a, a bunch of people <laughs> to, to end the match there. She had uh, one girl looked like she hurt her shoulder pretty good. I like that. That's a good thing where she's like, yeah, we're so used to like she climbs to the top and it's two people left, her and Azumi. She climbs to the top and you're expecting her to go for the big dive onto Azumi and then get out. But she's like, fuck this. I'm just diving inside. Just go home. Lands on 20 people and wins. Curious thoughts. Yeah. So when this match started, I was watching and I was like, oh, God, six man. It's going to be all I was it was I was. Just waiting for a spot fest that I'm not, a, you know, we had this conversation before. I'm not a big fan of trios, but they turned the corner and they turned it really quick and it was very entertaining. And like you said, the, uh, the finish was, I thought was fucking great. Um, yeah, excellent match. Really dug it. Once again, if you uh, want to check it out, um, go subscribe to their YouTube channel. About a month. These come up, these show up with some backstage segments and stuff, not in English. Sadly, we still haven't gotten to the point where we're having English commentary, but one day we'll get there. But uh, more importantly, coming out of this, we get a show coming up this weekend. There's a big weekend. This is a big weekend in um, Joshi Wrestling. There's a bunch of big shows coming up this weekend. But uh, one of the bigger ones is this um, Midsummer Champs, Stardom's Midsummer Champs, where we get the main events, co-main events. Sai Kamitani's defending against Starlight Kid, and probably already a front runner it hasn't even been... <laughs> Hasn't even happened yet. One of the front runners for possible match of the year. We're going to get Siri versus Momo Watanabe, which should be fucking insane match. Um, if you guys remember last year, we watched the G1 final, or sorry, the five-star final, which is basically Stardom's version of the G1 climax, where these two women, Momo ended up in the final, and they beat the fucking piss out of each other for like 20 minutes. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, should be really interesting. How, how long do we have to go until that? Five days after it airs, it airs on July 9th, so probably not the next episode, but two episodes from now. So right when we're getting into G1 there. Yeah. Yeah, not a ton of thoughts. Look, you know, it seems exciting. Remember uh, what you referenced from last year, but we'll wait and see. I'm not going to tag it match of the year just yet, but Sardom usually doesn't let down with these. They don't, unless somebody gets hurt, you know, and we don't want that to happen, but uh, they usually live up to the expectation. Curse, love. It'll be fun. I'm excited. I mean, you know, looking forward to it. it gives me gives me something to watch. You know, I mean, in a uh, desert of wrestling right now, I was uh, I'll be uh, very happy to watch this. All right. So uh, you yeah, I gotta to... say, I think as we're going into the the G1 here and then uh, AEW, something about like especially this weekend, I felt like Fourth of July when it's gorgeous out. I'm just like, oh, man, this, was tough. this just, shit's got to be good. It's got to be good for me to get through. This is a tough <laughs> like, week. What am I doing? Like, we'll talk about AEW in a minute, but, man, fucking the last thing I wanted to do this morning when I got up was watch fucking wrestling. Get caught up on all the wrestling I missed. Like, I didn't want to watch any of this shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh God. Fuck. Blood and guts. Like, come on. Um, what else? Okay, so there are five stars coming. I did uh a couple of people that you might be excited about. Risa Sarah, who we watched fight Siri. She's going to be in their tournament. She'll get a few wins. That was a great match. That was the match where um, she got choked out in the corner, had to uh, throw in a towel. That match fucking rolled. And we're getting Suzu Suzuki in the same group as Julia. That should be fun, too. Because Suzu nice. Suzuki's not going to lose much, and she's going against some fucking quality wrestlers. Like, there's no bad wrestlers in stardom. So it should be a good fucking uh, tournament. And the best thing about Five Star... The matches are 10-minute time limit. 
They're so fucking fast. They blow through them. It's not G1 where it's 20 minute time. It's 10 minutes. So fast. So you can get a bunch of matches in in an hour and a half. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's huge. Hmm. Speaking of G1, let's talk about this. Okay, so uh, we talked about how they had released some of the guys, what the guys are, uh, some of the names. We talked about that. But they came out with the blocks. And real quick, we'll go through the blocks. And you guys have, I'm assuming you haven't seen any of the blocks yet, or maybe you've taken a look at the blocks. We'll go through and we'll say who you think is going to win, and uh, we'll get our final four out of that. Sound good? Brandon? Yep. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, I so, haven't taken a look at it. But yeah. All right, so block A, which everybody's calling the heavyweight block. So we got got um, Lance Archer. We've got Jonah. Toro Yano. Kazuchika Okada. Tom Lawler of New Japan Strong. Jeff Cobb and Bad Luck Fallet. So the big boys all going at it. Thoughts and your pick? Yeah, heavyweight block is right. I'll go first on this one. Uh, this is clearly the Okada is going to be fighting a similar match again and again with these big guys. And then I'm, uh, you'll have a storyline there where he has to adjust back down to whoever's flying against him in uh, the final four. But I would be shocked if it was anybody but him here. I'm uh, hoping Jeff Cobb has another strong performance. So I remember him being great from last year. Right, I think he'll definitely beat Okada at some point, but I I would say Okada's winning this. Chris, thoughts? Toriano all the way. Okay, there you go. So uh, oh, it's no. going to be interesting to see Tom Waller over there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, but, yeah, it's it's pretty looks pretty obvious that um, Okada will be taking that. So we'll move on to block B. We got Tai Chi, Tamatanga, Tomohiro Ishii, who barely made it in, apparently, according to reports. So he's definitely on the chopping block for uh, grandpa status with uh, New Japan, which is, he's earned it. Jay White, Sonata, the great O'Carney, and Chase Owens. Brandon, thoughts, pick. Yeah, so uh, interesting names in here as far as stock. Sonata, I feel like moving in the wrong direction after almost winning two years ago. Okan moving up. Could see him, you know, hanging in this to the end. Jay White, obviously at the top of it. I don't know. Jay White, I guess I go with here into the final four. Right, as a little spoiler. All chalky. Uh, the champ, I don't believe the champ has ever won G1 Climax. They're always in it, but right. I don't think they've ever won. Jay White, right? So I'm just... Right, so I don't know if they're going to dump him early and, and try to bump up Ocon or, or have Jay White get into Now that you have a final four, not just a final. So another situation but, where I'll go with Jay have, White. Yeah, it's another situation where you can have Jay White lose to Sonato. you got a match down the line. He could lose to Tamatanga. We can get a match because they kind of have a feud going on. He could lose to Ocon, and he can have a match, you know, building up to Wrestle Kingdom or whatever. Um, yeah, interesting. Go ahead, Chris. Who do you think? The obvious answer is Chase Owens. There you go. Like uh, I like you and, taking all the um, underdogs. I like it. Yeah, no, we're going to go with Jay White on this one. You go with the but guys with the worst fits, too. Yeah. <laughs> like the I'm worst go, out-of-shape dudes. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, – I, I, I think we're going to see a we'll, – like you said, we're going to get a loss to him, to one of those guys. It's a good way to get uh, O'Carney up on the card. Um, it's a good way to – I mean – Knowing New Japan, they usually throw in a guy like Tamatanga as a as, like it's one of these guys. It's like oh God, you're giving us a main event. We know the out like uh, a later on down the line main event. Like all right, so he's gonna wrestle Wrestle Kingdom or he's gonna have a problem with this guy. 
but we'll have some beef with some dude that you know wrestler A is just going to annihilate in the main event at some weird, you know, off uh, uh, main. What do they call? I don't know what you would call. It. It's not a pay per view, but you know what I'm saying. Or no, like, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a yeah. What the fuck is it? Not Don Taco. A cyber attack. Yeah, yeah. Like what is the one, one of those? I think it's called Final Bat. What the fuck? I can't remember. Go ahead. Final Get Battles. There. Yeah. So, uh, but um, New Japan loves to do that. Like, oh, well, Jay White won that block, but he's got beef with Tamatanga. All right, let's build this feud for a month. And But you know the outcome of it. It's just and it ends up in a match that we won't even talk about. But, uh, yeah, Jay White on this one. <laughs> I can't think of them. There's a new beginning. There's... Dantaku's in the summer. There's the ones that happen every year. And there's always the one right after G1 Climax where it's the dude that beat the champ challenges for the title in the main event of and has no chance of winning. But it's not Dominion. It is Dominion. No, Dominion is Domin- no. Dominion just early happened. in Dominion the year. Dominion is June. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. All right, C Block. Here's an interesting one. We get summer K- Struggle? Summer, no, it's not Summer Struggle. It's in the fall. Are you looking up the list? Uh, Go find look, it. I got Autumn Attack. Attack. Oh, it might be well, no, it's not Castle Attack. They got Summer Struggle, Resurgence last year, Power Struggle. Power Struggle, it might be. Capital, yeah, I don't know. Capital Gains Tax. Oh, well, it's like the same six words mixed up. <laughs> Block C. Kenta, ZSJ, Hiroki Goto, because the G in G1 stands for Goto, never forget. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito. Aaron Hanare and Evil. So there's one dude that's definitely eaten a lot of losses, and that's Aaron Hanare. He might get a surprise here and there, but Brandon, thoughts on this one? C block. This is a tough one. Yeah, I mean, this is the best block of them all as far as block night by death. night yeah. through the G1. Holy shit! Goto looked great in AEW. We'll get to that a little bit. Tanahashi always going to have great matches. I think we're probably past the point of him being a competitor for the the. The win at this point, ZSJ almost won. Naito, we immediately got hurt last time, so I'm, I think I'm probably leaning him with my pick. And then Kenta and Evil kind of hiding out the bottom, which wouldn't be surprised to see either of them to overperform uh, versus my expectations, especially Kenta. Evil always a little bit fucking disappointing when right. he racks up some dubs. But so who would you pick? Sorry, uh, in the middle of all that mumbo jumbo, Naito is the pick. <laughs> No, I got you, Chris. You got that, <laughs> Chris. Who do you? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Aaron Honore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Aaron Honore is fit though. The other guys weren't so bad. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm gonna. I, I want to go night. I want to mix it up. So I'm just gonna go with Kenta. So we're okay. not just saying this because some of the it's it's we're running into the obvious here. This so is definitely I, this is the block of death though. If you were to use yeah. a soccer analogy, this is the block of death. Oh. I'm going to just pick Kenta just to go diff- just to go in a different direction. All right. I'm going to take Evil. Mm-hmm. I thought evil. for sure you would be on ZSJ, Chris. You've almost you've been calling yeah, him but, to tip yeah, the scale they, over. He's burned, yeah, but he's burned you a little bit the last couple years. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not he that. He was 6-0 like, and he fucking lost. He didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, fuck, it's, yeah, it's not ZSJ. And, you know, here's the other thing about ZSJ, though. He don't win, need to win shit. You know, like, it doesn't fucking matter. He's always got somebody to fucking blame. You know what I mean? It's always somebody's fault. I don't want to be here anymore. 
fuck you you don't like me because of this so you know it doesn't he's not a guy that he's just he's awesome no matter what so it's not like he's like this is not a guy who's you know going to get buried and never because he doesn't win his his block in in g1 this is one of these dudes that he can lose every fucking match and he's still over as fuck so Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm gonna just i'm gonna take cat just to go against the grain here yeah we got three different picks there nice uh, one thing is that Naito uh, was in Tokyo Sports, I believe, which is kind of the mouthpiece for quote-unquote storyline, kayfabe, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and he was saying that the reason he wasn't at uh, of whatever that show was that we watched with AEW, Forbidden Door, was because he wasn't asked. <laughs> which is preposterous, <laughs> but it's pretty funny that he went out on, and he was like, yeah, I wasn't asked. They didn't think they needed me. Didn't get invited. Yeah, yeah, I was invited. So let's get that seed planted where he's underappreciated. You know what I mean? Like, well done, Ito. D block for D's nuts, of course. We got El Fantasmo, first time uh, wrestling as officially as a heavyweight. David Finley, big old Yoshihashi, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takage, Juice Robinson, and Yujiro Takahashi. What a fucking dump this <laughs> group is with Finley, Yujiro, and Yoshihashi in the same. Basically interchangeable wrestlers. Brandon thoughts? Yeah, could admit, uh, spread it out a little bit between C and D, added some drama to this thing. And so I, I feel like they wouldn't go out to four blocks and then not have one strange one, strange finish. Feels like it could be here. So I'm gonna, I'll just throw out Juice Robinson. Chris, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Yoshihashi on this. Uh, yeah, excellent, this there you one go. Here, yeah, some good tits there. Yeah, uh, no, we're gonna go with uh, Osprey. I went with the with the uh, the what would you call that? The outlier. Yeah, in the, the dark favorites, horse. the dark horse. That's what they would call it. Yeah, in um in uh, the last block, so with Kenta. So I'll go with the obvious here with Will Osprey. I'm gonna go with Osprey as well. Um, mind you, listeners, there's an easy way to cheat to do this is to look at how the uh, the matchups lay out in the last day of it. That usually tells you who's going to win everything. We did not do that. So when I look at the actual matchups later on, we might all look like idiots. So we got Okada versus. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, so our final four is Okada, Jay White. And then we got a we got we're out there. Well, Naito, Evil, Kenta, Juice, and then Osprey. It's kind of I don't know who faces who, but out of these options that we've given, who do you think wins G1? Brandon. Oh God, uh, Naito. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take Naito. I just feel like it's kind of been looming in the background for a little bit too long here. So to fire him up through a through a big G1, he hasn't got to properly finish last couple, or a couple times there. So that's what I'll go with. But yeah, it would also it would be insane to fucking reverse engineer the G1. I would much rather look like an idiot, as you say, than right. than cheat, cheat. In our, on our podcast prediction. <laughs> it's easy to do. Like we could just go in there and like, okay, if this if the last match of D Block, the final days, Will Osprey versus Juice Robinson, right? And Juice Robinson is the guy that hold, has the physical U.S. title. And Will Ospreay is the guy that has the idea of the... of the He's the 
interim uh, champ while Juice Robinson's been hurt. And they're going to face each other. Depending on where the storyline is, you can guess who's going to win that final match and therefore wins the group. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of We could just sit there and do that, but that's, I mean, that's no fun. You never know, though. Uh, what was the, the, the Stone Pitbull knocked out Jay White when everyone thought he was going during the pandemic? Yeah, that was I'll cool. throw a curveball at you on the last day every once in a while. Chris, what do you think? Who you got? Well, I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure about this. Jim, you'd be able to answer this better than I can, but I don't know where they are with COVID in Japan, but I'm assuming that we're going to get, I would see if, if things are open, open, and people are allowed to cheer in the audience, we're going to get, um, Wrestle Kingdom's going to be Okada and Jay White. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm so I think Jay, uh, I think Okada is going to be the winner here. That's Okada lost the title, so he could win G1. Yeah, I and said then that, he, remember that was my prediction for that match against Dominion. Was that then he could lose? He will go and win G1, and then he'll face Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom, and it'll be awesome. And that's another thing um, I didn't mention it, but this weekend, the TJPW show in Ota Ward is the first wrestling show to officially allow cheering. They're also bringing back streamers, which I did not miss. I was not a streamers fan. I think it's gross throwing toilet paper on fucking colored toilet paper on wrestlers. It's fucking disgusting. On wet, on wet guys. On wet people. I don't like streamers. They don't do it in New Japan, but they do it in other promotions. And with Oda Ward doing it, I, th- I, I think maybe like New Japan's, it, I think it depends on where you're at, depending on what town you're in, whether you're allowed to cheer or not. And... I'm sure the wrestlers are probably pretty stoked after going to the United States and coming and coming back to uh, Japan and being like, yeah, you know what? It was pretty fun to do it in front of a cheering crowd. But um, hopefully we'll get some cheering in this. All right, so we got Naito. Brandy got Naito and me and Chris got Okada. Sorry, none of them are bad picks. El Fantasma would be a good one. Filthy Tom Lawler, diaper in the back, condom in the front. <laughs> Right to the top. Diaper in the back, condom in the front. Chris and Brandon, other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yo, who you root for win this match? God, this. I'm uh, I'm just watching the show, buddy. Hey, Brandon, there's seats over there. Why don't we move? I got to go to one of these shows. I still haven't been to a uh, GC Dub show or whatever the fuck they are. Is it GCW? GCW, I think, is like the parent company for it, but it was Bloodsport. Yeah, Blood yeah. yeah. I got to go to one of these. Oh, the, the ones at the showboat. That's the company that runs the showboat. Oh. It's GC Dub. They're bringing in all these but, Japanese wrestlers. I want to go, but I don't really want yeah, well, to they, for any reason. Atlantic City showboat, where the uh, room is looks like fucking Mardi Gras, and it's too well lit for wrestling. Great card, horrible venue. That's what my, you know, we had a lot of fun, but man, the venue was terrible. Down by the beach. <laughs> yeah, that the funniest part of that is that the first blood sport that they did was in like somewhere in New Jersey in this tight little room that was all black and like the lights were off and people were were pounding on the sides of the ring with like real blood sport looking. And was, we get there and it's in this like it's like this like fake circus. <laughs> yeah, and and none <laughs> like of these giant merry-go-round painted around. The whole and thing, it's like and, <laughs> and my biggest disappointment was one of the none of the fucking cunts that were there had the wherewithal to fucking chant Kumite during the matches, which really pissed me you off. You should have started it. I was trying to, <laughs> and then you had the shirtless guy that looked like a potato with no ass. <laughs> hey, why, right? why did someone like that? Well, I guess there's the who gives a shit my life is over audacity to take your shirt off when you look like that. 
He had a bandana on his head and shirt off because it was so hot. Was it? <laughs> in the show. <laughs> not at all. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't it like autumn? I forget. It was No, I think it was earlier than that. I think it was in like September, right? I don't remember when it was, but it was just, yeah, no. <laughs> He's walking around, shoulders hunched, <laughs> multiple rolls of back fat. Nice. Built like a potato with sticks. Like a stack like of pancakes. Picture, picture a potato head, but instead of just the feet that go right into the bottom, they actually had stick legs. <laughs> like a, like one of the potato clocks. Yeah. <laughs> like an M&M type legs. There you go. <laughs> I think okay. the Bloodsport Brandon's talking about is the one that was WrestleMania weekend. I almost got tickets. Yeah, that, that that was that the one. cool that one. Was, yeah, it was, was in North Barnett. Jersey though, and I was the cool one. The, I was, uh, I was in, it was in North Jersey, and I was not commuting out there. I didn't want to do it. That was Barnett versus Suzuki. Yeah, in the main event. Yeah, that was Suzuki wrestling fifteen wrestling shows in two. Days. Oh wait, no, my choices were go to that or go see DDT live in America, and I smartly picked DDT. Yeah, I would have done that oh, too. That was so much fun. Are right, you want to talk about AEW? Jimmy was Jimmy hey. had a little Listerine in his pocket for Dino. I did. He didn't kiss me though. I tried. A couple breath, couple breath strips. Didn't I? I could see me. Jimmy. Oh, kiss me, get out, kiss me. Oh, were, oh dude, oh, they were. We might have to talk about this one. So like, it's in this little place in where the fuck was it? Queens? I guess it was in Queens. I don't know New York that well. I think it was in Queens. But it's in this like little nightclub that was upstairs, jam packed with people. And when Dino came out, you should have seen some people were terrified he was going to kiss them like homophobic men like <laughs> running away running away from the kissing man i would have stuck my i was like jamming trying to jam my face into him <laughs> he wasn't having it coronas were seven dollars i would have sexually assaulted him yeah good time he would have like whoa we don't want that you ever get a chance to see dt live definitely do it unless you think wrestling's real all right, um, let's talk about AEW, Blood and Guts. Uh, what do I want to talk about on this show? Christian Cade's promo. How about that? We'll talk about Christian Cade's promo. What's that, Chris? No, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I was, Christian Cage's promo. Get, getting, Cage. getting some hate for it. That's all. Christian Cage's promo. Brandon, thoughts? Great. Double down. Jeez Louise. Some shit that... uh. I think it's funny, but I'm kind of surprised that he's doing right. Like he, I, I think he was getting some genuine double thumbs down and some of those uh, pans across the crowd when he was when he was uh, mentioning that he wishes Jungle Boy's entire family was dead so that they got to miss the embarrassment that he gave them last week. <laughs> I want to apologize <laughs> to everyone. I didn't want to wish that his father was dead. I wished his entire family was dead. Yeah, there was definitely like people going boo. Like losing their shit and anger was pretty good. Chris, thoughts? So we're, um, you know, wrestling fans, right? They're all wrestling fans. They're the wrestlers wrestling fans in AEW, and they are uh, taken aback by Christian's behavior. It's just, this whole dude's whole fucking career is this. <laughs> like, what's the, what's the surprise here that has you so taken aback that fucking Christian Cage is behaving like this. This is his entire career. 
Next, he'll be throwing temper tantrums, and people will be like, I can't believe he's doing this. This is, like, real. Like, the, he's upset with his contract. That's what he's like. That's why he's flopping on. Remember when he used to... Ah! Yeah, he used to throw his hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be doing that and be like, oh, he's mad. I know. he's, You know, because I, I know, like, when my boss makes me mad, I feel like doing that. So, like, you know, he's like, you know, like, he's really angry, Tony Khan. And I think he's supposed to go back. I know, like, Triple H put a picture up of him and... And there was this guy I follow, uh, wrestling, I love wrestling, 69, 69, $69 sign said, and he put a picture. And you can say it's Photoshop, but it's not Photoshop. And it's, it's Triple H, and he's standing, but he's got long hair again. Triple H grew his hair long. He doesn't have stubble. He's real clean shaven. He's wearing a DX shirt, and he had Christian Cage next to him. Christian Cage was kind of dressed like vampire, but you know it's real. And I think WWE is going to sign him back. Brandon thoughts on that. So that was a fantastic impression of the the internet. <laughs> that was the entire internet. Did you see? Um, case, you guys watch UFC? Did you see uh, the entire WWE crew and Tony Khan and Jim Ross at the show? Brandon? I did not. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, no, they, I didn't surprised know. I guess they, they ran over from Hell in a Cell and ran to the UFC show. They both were aired the same night, I guess, Saturday night? Yeah, they, they were both Saturday night. Um, Hell in a Cell was just outside, whatever the arena that's like technically outside of Vegas, but it's still pretty much in the city. And, um, and then... Uh, what do you call it? it was MGM Grand, wherever they ran it. I, I watched most of it, but I was working, so I didn't really, you know, it's just kind of saw everything in passing. I didn't see any of the uh, the pro wrestling uh, members. Yeah, Nick Khan was there, Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince. But, you know, it looks, like this is the world that they're in, that this guy's showing his fucking face in public. Right. Like, you know what? None of these I don't care. There, I'm going to steal money from a publicly traded company. Possibly. Possibly. Oh, and nice probably like, I'll take the heat for you. Sure, boss. I'll tell. I'll do twenty me. years for you, boss. Oh, just blame it on me. I'm from Port Richmond. Oh yeah. Well, you know, his brother was. I was always amazed his brother was from Philly. That always took me back. When you guys were talking about that, I forgot that I remember years ago. I saw that um, whatever Real Warrior Animal name is John. John Paul. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. Wait a minute. It's Jim. Isn't it Jim Laurinaitis? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know. You know, he, that he's all of a sudden now in his house going, well, I don't have anything to do anymore. I'm not the, I'm not the chairman. I might as well go out in the town more, Stephanie. Before you say anything, I am not staying put. I am not staying at home. Because now all of a sudden he's more public than ever. Like, yeah, yes. Weeks after his sexual assault, you saw him like once a year. Well, he fit right in like the UFC e- show. Every, every week. Hold on, hold on. Oh, let, let's get. Let, let me. Um, was it sexual assault? I thought it was a consensual relationship. I could be wrong. I'm just Wait. asking. I, I was it. I thought it was the just hush money. He used for hush a, money because he yeah, sexually yeah, assaulted. Right. Oh, okay. I must. I listen. I'm and not. It's bringing I, up all I, these I'm other just, stories of women that he sexually assaulted over the oh, last forty geez, years. Yeah. So. I, once I saw that he did that, I was like, because to me the crime was he was the big thing he was doing was. Well, that's the that's the thing that that's, that's yeah. what's getting him out of his CEO position. 
There's CEOs all over the fucking world that are just sexually assaulting women left and right. But if he used company money... Right for the cover okay. up, which is what they have to look into, and that's what all these in, these laws. I for. I I so I didn't even realize. Like I just kind of at this point now, I'm so inundated with shit news, like you know, just bad news and horrible things. Chris, I right. just tune out. Did you see the couple that was fucking in the condo during the shooting? I did. That's Parker. good news. That's, that's there you go. good. That's news. the only news that I care excellent about. Excellent news. And he wasn't just fucking. He was plowing. He was going to town. His cock was like a fucking 12 feet. Oh, God. He was in and out. He had a leg over the head. That was so good. Every light in the house on. He was fucking balls deep on NBC 10. (laughs) And you know that the person. Yeah. God was getting a little P-U-S-S-Y when the the, uh, celebration (laughs) shots were coming down. God bless him. God bless America. God bless. What was that? Was that uh, whatever NBC Ten mm-hmm. for for giving us that plow down? And uh, God bless uh, America. If God you, bless if my wife. Listen, that if you didn't, if you didn't see it, there's like this pretty sad shot of fireworks going off down on the Parkway with the Art Museum in Philadelphia, and then people scrambling away from gunfire and then yes. i guess they zoom out a little bit further and you see an apartment it. building some guys some guys uh two cops got balls, thoughts, and prayers. Balls deep. thoughts and prayers yeah, let's just thoughts send them thoughts and prayers i am um, uh and one cervix let me ask you this <laughs> that's the only thing that got destroyed that was the only destroyed. Was close <laughs> to dying was that cervix thoughts and prayers <laughs> thoughts and prayers to that cervix um <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. This is what I was – this is what I was – I don't know where – I'm not going to get into the layout because people that are listening to this, there's probably a lot of people who just don't understand the way that this is laid out. So we're just going to – it looked to me when I saw it on TV that there – a lot of the – because, you know, obviously everybody's fucking terrified, right? Like who knows what's going to fucking happen at one of these events anywhere now. That looked like to me that somebody heard gunshots that was blocks away. This person was blocks away. And a number of those people started running. Oh, yeah. And then it was yeah, just a happens. stampede of people. Is, it was, dude. That's what the panic be, is all about. Yeah, and I will be honest with you. Um, there are multiple reasons why I don't leave my little, our little. Uh, Cul-de-sac. What, what would you call it? Our compound between compound. us and the neighbors, our little compound bound down here. There are multiple reasons why I wouldn't, and that just added to it. You'll never see me at an event like that again, ever. Oh, I would never go to a little something like that. And you wouldn't have seen me at it 15, yeah. 20 years ago either, but I'm just saying, like, you do, if you ever thought that there was a glimmer that you somebody might can be, oh, it'll be fun. Nah, no thanks. What was the one thing? It was like there was a bunch of years ago, there was a bunch of concerts on the parkway. Was it Live 8? Yeah, probably. 2008? Yeah. And then we went up there. We walked up there from South Street. We walked up to the parkway. But that was back before we worried about everybody getting shot up. I'm not going anywhere. Nope. Brandon, would you uh, go to the parkway if it meant you got plowed but could get shot? I get plowed or I'm, I'm getting plowed and could get shot? Either no, way. You're getting, either way. <laughs> either way. You're plowing you're or, plowing getting, or getting, getting plowed. Whatever you want. But there's the the thought that you might be in a mass shooting. 
I put I, I would I definitely think about it, but if there's no plowing then no, I don't think I'm going to any free public event in one of the biggest cities in America, especially no especially the way things have been going. Like, well, not even the Wawa's giving out free turkey hoagies to everybody <laughs> like they did this week. <laughs> Listen, oh, I, shit. Did we, I got stuck in the traffic for fucking hoagie fest. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I was like, what's that fuck is going on? Why is everybody moving? Nobody's moving. And I realized they have Independence, the whole Independence Hall area in Center City <laughs> blocked off to give out fucking hoagies. Turkey. Shit, turkey hoagies. It's not even turkey. It's barely turkey. It's lurky. It's got it's got just enough. <laughs> it's got just enough, just enough under the line. Like they keep it just enough under the line in which it goes from being fucking, you know, not, it's no longer even food with all the salt and preservatives they stick in there. Saline, good stuff. How about that Christian Cage promo? All right, next up. Um, nothing. I hate turkey hoagies. By the way, I fuck. You're not getting Italian hoagie. No, I fucks with turkey hoagie. What are you even doing? Yo, Primo's turkey hoag with the, cr- the crusher. Yeah. Yo, with those stuffed peppers in there. Fuck, uh-huh. dude. You ain't living till you tried it. You ain't living till you tried it, and you ain't dying until you shit it all out the next day. Those mm-hmm. fucking hot peppers flying out of your butthole. And then you're and then you're rising again, seeing yourself getting fucking plowed on NBC <laughs> Ten in the top floor of a condo on the Ben Franklin Parkway. Okay, that was how I shit my pants at the beach. Was actually a a Diablo hoagie from Primos. Was it turkey? (laughs) No, Italian. (laughs) Did you actually shit your pants at the beach, or almost? I've almost shit my pants in many situations around the world. Everywhere, everywhere in the globe. I completely shitted them. I (laughs) full pile shitted them. Uh, It was. So what I did was, <laughs> I had I shit the Chesapeake I, once too. So go ahead. I had uh, a Diablo Italian and like five or six twisted teas, and I was like, oh boy, something's got to give real quick here. And we were no, we were we were nowhere near uh, the, uh, the, bath, the 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 public restroom. So I was like, I either go into the ocean or I could go. <laughs> Or I could go out into the dunes, and I, and I was like, I'm just gonna drop it, drop it in the dunes. You shit all over that woman's cable wire. And as I was, <laughs> like, as I was getting to the dunes, I was like, it's coming out right now. So I pulled my bathing suit down around my ankles, blasted, and then looked down, and all of it had just landed in the net of my bathing suit between my legs. Cheesecloth is the solid state in yeah. the liquid's game. <laughs> Oh, uh, the ocean with just a pile sitting in my in the, a teal bathing suit that's around my ankles. So I was in the Chesapeake Bay, and I told you I told you a story about this. Was it last week, two weeks ago? About this great place near the Chesapeake Bay that we used to go in. It was a private beach, you could do whatever you want. The stingrays are swimming up to you. Well, I had to take a shit. I didn't feel like walking back to the house, so I just walk. I I pretended I was going out. Like I was like, look, I'm gator walking. I'm gator walking. I went out in the water because the water was really low. Up until a certain point, you had to go really deep to get for it to get deep. And I was going, and then I was like dunked down, took my pants off, and I just started pushing my ass up and down in the water and let that shit come rolling out. Got that like, deep fucking squat. And I was going, ooh, 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 something's got me. Something's got me. It feels great. It does. It's like a fucking enema. Big old log came out, and then I just like squatted down and took some salt water and washed my ass all out. Walked away. The person that was with me did not find it as funny as I did. 
I was in tears. I was fucking drowned. I was laughing so hard. I was ate the shit that I just shit into the ocean. You gotta be, yeah, you gotta be careful with that, especially with the still water. It's like it doesn't go anywhere. It's just hanging around. <laughs> just it, buddy. sticking around. Yeah, good times. There you go, Chris. Uh, Thoughts, Chris. <laughs> Did you ever poop in the ocean, Chris? No, 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 no. I shit in a, a portage john when we were tubing one time, and uh, there was no toilet paper, so I just kind of pinched them and just went into the water and then sat next to my tube as it floated down. <laughs> it just kind of washed my ass in the yeah. in the water. You got to do the yeah. like dunk, like an agitator in a in a in a, uh, in a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. Just keep yeah. dunking your ass up and down. Like, whoosh, whoosh. I mean, I've shit myself on numerous occasions. Yeah, that's not as much. Never in water. There you go. Norovirus for everyone. Uh, speaking of uh, shit, how about blood and guts match? That's right. Brandon, thoughts? Nice segue. That was a great segue. Do I have any thoughts, though? Not really. I don't know. I think I was getting a little cage matched out, though, at this point, after, uh, which I'm not a huge cage match guy in the first place at this point, after watching Stardom and then this. We'll give a shout out to the Jericho Appreciation Society's red matching pleather gear with mesh and fedoras. I mean, that's just that was just good stuff. Uh, the match itself, though, I just had a hard time carrying throughout at this point. We were waiting for the spot where somebody crashed into a bunch of styrofoam. We got that. Uh, Claudio Batman Calzone ends up winning <laughs> on top of the cage. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Fourth of July weekend. There you go. That's Chris all I thought. got. Chris, thoughts. I really like this. There you go. Good. Yeah, I, I, I had a good time. I, I, I watched it the next morning. So I go. wasn't so you weren't all wrestling. Yeah, 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 I wasn't See, I gassed. It, it wasn't, yeah, I, I probably would have been annoyed by it as well if I watched it today because it's your typical, you know, cage match spots. Um, I did like, I believe, um, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I I did like I do like the fact that Sammy Guevara went from this high flying killer to a fucking coward and just gets the shit beat at him because he basically just got the shit beaten at him the entire match. Um, so you know it was good. Eddie Kingston looked like he got hurt at some point on the top. Um, because I you could you could see like he was uh, Claudio was trying to pick him up to help him up and he was like you saw him say. I'm okay. I'm all right. I don't know what happened. It's just my back. So I don't know what happened to him, but he's a little bad. He got a little banged up in that match, but there was a lot of fun spots, a lot of, a lot of cowardly heels getting the shit kicked out of them. Um, so, and I thought the ending was really good. You know, the, the double submission on the top where, where Claudio gets the actual submission, which is pissing Eddie Kingston off. He's mad again. Winning wasn't enough. He had to get the submission on Jericho. He's so, um, but yeah, it was, it was, I, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Mox was, you know, in his element. Um, they did break out bags of thumbtacks, which I'm completely over. I was a big fan. Uh, I like, but, when uh, I did the, like, I like when he threw the tax in, in Jericho's face. That was good. Yeah, that was good. And, um, and, uh, blockhead getting, uh, slammed on him. He got power bombed or whatever he got on top of them. So, you know, I mean, all in all for, Television free to well not for no TV's free but TV on a Wednesday night at ten o'clock I thought this was excellent I really enjoyed it I liked um, the problem I have with these especially <clears throat> War Games matches in general is it just takes a while to build to it mattering and then uh, when 
uh, Kingston comes in with the kendo stick and just walking around whacking people, one-shotting everybody. That was pretty fucking good. Um, I did enjoy, which happened in break. Apparently, someone got pile drove on glass, which I missed. Yeah, I didn't see that. They Neither missed that. They talked about it, and they should have replayed. I still didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, I guess we get Ruby Soho is getting worked into this angle now, too, so she's involved. So they're doing something with her since she's not involved in the title scene. Um, there was skewers, if I remember correctly. There was fork. Mox pulled the skewers out of his back pocket, which is always fun. But uh, I, I think I'm in Brandon's boat where I was like, there were plenty of. I mean, that, that's the thing with these, with cage matches in general. You, you're there for the spots. The problem is, is that this match was fucking 50 minutes long. It's like yeah, 45 it was minutes long. Yeah. And 25 of it, 30 minutes of it, it was just the same. But it was just. I was not interested in. It was the last ten that I was interested in. Fifteen minutes I was interested in. It. It's interesting if you take so the you know it's obviously the war the war games. You take the war games concept. You rewind it to the first time that they ever did the war games, right? And you look at the context in which they did it. They had never done this match before, right? You always leave the baby face that's the mo- you want to see in there the most as the last guy. And he comes in and cleans house. In the original War Games, that was always Road Warrior Hawk. Right? Think about what you want about the Road Warriors. They weren't great workers, but they were over as fuck, especially back then. And he was out of his fucking mind. So he would come in and just clean house and just beat the shit out of everybody. So it was like it gave you – it hit all the spots. Right? It gave you everything you needed. Um. But now we've seen it so many times right? that it's just like it's fun, it's cool. But like you said, we're taking an hour, uh, 45 minutes to build to the point that now it's all right. Now we're going to get the ending. We're going to get the finish. And it's hopefully it's going to be a satisfying finish. But we get the finish. And um, this is nothing new. And I'm sure everybody, a majority of the people that watch this have probably seen every War Games up until – you know, all the NXT ones, they took a break for years. You didn't see it. So the NXT ones were exciting again. But eventually it's just, you know, we're doing there's only so much you can do to make it interesting. Because if I'm not mistaken, the ending, somebody getting thrown off the cage was the exact same ending as last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Right. Somebody got chucked off the cage. Somebody got Jericho got chucked off the cage. They even brought that up. Was there a submission on the top in the last? One? There was just there was just some. No, no. I'm just saying when they they quit. They they surrendered because the 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 uh, what were they, the inner circle. You're talking so about the last the last last year yeah. surrendered because he was going MJF was going to chuck Jericho off the cage and he did it anyway. That's right. That's right. Right, which was a great heel move. I'm going to throw. That was a great. It was a good finish. We don't want you to throw a friend off. We'll we'll concede the loss and then the asshole heel fucking takes it and then does it anyway. But the spot was the same, right? So eventually, it's like we're already in repeats here and. You know, this idea is already not as fresh. But you enjoyed it. Kind of I did. I had fun watching yeah. it. It wasn't like, but you, I can see where you would think, you know, it's a slog, right? And I was, you know, I was watching, uh, I believe, so I worked, I worked, I usually don't work on Wednesday night, so I would have watched this live. I ended up working Wednesday night and having off Thursday. So I had uh, no work ahead of me. 
I had two days off in a row. I had my coffee in front of me. I got a good night's sleep. So it was like, it was just, it was just a perfect storm of me being in a really good fucking mood to watch this match. And I think that had a lot to do with it. So I could see how if you are after the weekend, you've already watched some cage matches and then you go do this thing, you might be like, nah, I haven't seen it before. Also, um, uh, one of the problems that I think, um, War Games has, so it's basically a massive tag match. So there's always, and the bad guys always have the two-on-one advantage. So four times you get the hot tag, pretty much, the quote-unquote hot tag happens, where the baby face comes in and starts beating everybody up. Then they start losing again. Then the hot tag happens again. <laughs> baby face goes. And one of the things we complain about is the repetitive nature of tag team wrestling, which kind of leans heavily into it where it makes it until everybody's really in the ring that's only when i want to pay attention you know what i mean because now i know like okay something different might happen brandon thoughts yeah yeah and i I will say like to chris's point it's completely my fault that i didn't watch this wednesday night going into a holiday weekend just trying to get loosened up and relax and enjoy myself i'm doing it on the fourth of july where i I'm like, I would like to be out in the fucking pool listening to Steely Dan right now, and I'm, I, I gotta watch a, a repeat of last year's cage match with Chris Jericho with a couple new characters. But one thing we didn't mention, uh, Cool Hand Ange and, and Daddy Magic are really landing with me in this, yes. like, Scotty Too Hotty ish spot where like they're just so silly the whole time their faces are like innately stupid looking and i enjoy watching them on tv and have no problem bleeding all over the fucking place jesus (laughs) christ so i was just gonna add that and it was right to the point that you just made you just kind of just kind of brought it up that um when you see this when you see this and and like you said like you're waiting to get to the point where it matters it ends up being like you enjoy the character work that goes on just the little things ah look what he's doing look what he's doing look what that guy's doing and those two really stood out as far as like being the guys that are just making it all kind of like these little these little the actors involved are playing their roles subtly or not not so subtly but like they're playing them perfect and they're adding a ton of nuance to something that's kind of like eh. you know i mean we're n- none of this matters until the last guy gets in but you know i think those two did a fantastic job and i think garcia did a fantastic job as well and i think like i said i think sammy guevara is doing a fantastic job of being what everybody thinks he is now a piece of shit you know so i mean these matches are designed hopefully like for the guys that are in the undercard to get over those bottom guys yeah the bottom four dudes that are in the in to so this way they can get some some reps get in there and look great and they did and I, I will say this too. They did it. They're doing a great job of, um, you know, now that you're bringing it, you bring in Claudio and even with Danielson, it doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. It's just the skill level of the guys that they're bringing in, these technical guys, these guys that can really work. And they managed to now bring Hager, that character down to earth. Like he's beatable by anybody on the roster, right? Like you don't have, like it almost seemed like they, when they originally, they brought Hager in. He was one of the original guys that they brought in. It almost seemed like they had this thought that they were going to have him as their Brock on some level. You know, the monster heel, the enforcer and the bad guy faction, blah, 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 blah. But over the last few months, 
they've managed to kind of put the brakes on that and believably put him in a position because he's not kind of not that believable as that. It just seemed like they were going to use him there. And they have kind of brought him down to the level of anybody with any level of skill is going to be able to go toe to toe with this big guy. And it doesn't make him look bad. It makes everybody else look good. It would also help and if he worked more. He doesn't work. Yeah, he doesn't. And he doesn't talk on the mic at all. He just he's shows up with his little it. skinny yeah. legs. And, I mean, it's yeah. like, well, he's a dude, I guess. Yeah. Final thoughts on uh, War Games, uh, Blood and Guts, Brandon? I don't think I have everything else. Christian Cage, probably the most interesting thing going on. Uh, and uh, Luchasaurus, too. Yeah, evil of, Luchasaurus. You know, by proxy of, of Christian Cage's work, add a little another dimension to hit to dinosaur men who was getting pretty stale yeah he was losing all the time hopefully he can dominate for a little while monster heal that shit chris any final thoughts on this no i i mean i can say not really i i well one little one i can say this probably after we talk if we're going to talk about uh rampage yeah i got rampage up i'm be honest with you i did not watch it well i i will say this i'll say it now man and get it out of the way Uh, i don't know about you guys but i was just thinking about this today that i'm actually at a point which i'm excited to watch AEW. yeah sure yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking Same forward here. to tomorrow night, uh, you know, and, and, and even, like, it, it, it gives you this, like, it gives you this early, uh, I'm getting the feeling now of this early Monday Nitro feel of that first match is going to be hot. Yeah. Who's it going to be? What are they going to do? You know what I mean? Um, you know, because back in the day, you turn on WCW and it was fucking Hooventude and fucking uh, Rey Mysterio was the first match. I like we've talked about this before. I like how they're starting it hot. I get excited for it. And here's the other thing about it. If they started hot and I don't like what's on, fucking change the channel and go back to it. It's like watching a baseball game. You get bored, turn it off, go back later. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm digging it, I, I, and, and I'm very happy that it's on, and I'm very happy I get to watch it, because the other option of network television wrestling is uninteresting, to say Absolutely. the least. You know, um, not to go off into something we don't really watch, but I was curious. I got a, I got a text from a friend of mine whose brothers were both at Money in the Bank. Where was Money right? in the Bank? Oh, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He got me a text. He said, this is so-and-so seat. And I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't watch it at all. He said the same thing. And then I looked up who was in the Money in the Bank match, mm-hmm. and it was a dud. It was a dud. Which one? Men's or women? The, the men's. I didn't even bother. I was I was working. I was like on a little break, and I was like, I wonder who's in it. And I put it up, and the first one that came up was the men's match. And I was like, this is this is not interesting to me at all. I mean, and it's just like shows you the lack of interest that we have in this entire product, their their entire product. I'll top you. I didn't. I don't even know who was in it. I don't know who was on it. I don't know what the outcome was. I know. I don't know anything. I know that uh, Shotzi Blackheart deleted her Instagram account because people were harassing her. Really? That's Sweet. all I know. I don't know who won. I, I I'll, 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 I've completely pulled myself out of it because I'm so disinterested in WWE. So from what I understand, from what I think, I think I'm right here. And I looked at the who was in the match, and I was like, oh, it's obvious who's winning the men's match. It wasn't. It was Austin Airy, uh, not Austin Aries. Um, Austin Aries. <laughs> Austin Theory. It was Austin Theory. Austin Theory won the men's match. Liv Morgan won the women's match, mm. and she cashed in and beat Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened, but that's. Oh wait, I did see a clip of that. Okay, yeah. so I did see uh, Liv Morgan win the title. Yeah. So that's Sorry, it was just out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
Austin Aries, I forgot about him. I, th- that was the one Impact event that I watched. They had a pay-per-view, and I was just at home alone, very bored. Oh, the one where and you quit? The, the main event was was he just no-sold John Morrison, flipped off, uh, what the fuck's his name? Orange guy, Kenny Omega's, Callus, oh, uh, Don Callus. And walked off cur- cursing, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't watch like these. A fucking get operation. To a certain, certain op- level of operation, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Shotzi, Shotzi, I guess people were harassing her online. She retorted and then she deleted her account. They bullied her because they're mad at her because she uh, made fun of Jericho and his flop from last year. There you go. Is that what it was about? I think so. It's so boring. Yeah. I'm deep in women's professional wrestling Twitter, so I find out everything that has to do with women. I couldn't tell you about the men. I don't know. Who won the men's one? Austin Theory? I don't. That's the rape guy, right? Didn't he have sex with like a? I know enough girl? to. Oh God, I know enough to like after WrestleMania just walk away, I take my money and run when yeah, it comes I'll, to the WWE. I'll see you at Survivor Series or um, SummerSlam. Be like, oh, so so that guy's still wrestling. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I, I I did a little research here real quick, and it's the same thing that they all WWE fans always do. She botched. Apparently, she had a hard time. I don't want to say botched because I can't do any of these spots. Apparently, she had a hard time of, with a few spots. Mm-hmm. Some were awkward. Some were rough. And then all the fans screamed she should be fired. 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 The fans did Meanwhile, this? Meanwhile, they you don't work. Can't do, you don't work. <laughs> you and Or your job is you are on the lowest end of the tonal bulk because not because you can't do the job, but because you're fucking unreliable and you're a piece of shit. And you told your boss that you couldn't work because your grandmother was sick on Saturday night and you stayed home and you watched fucking Money in the Bank on Peacock, you piece of shit. He's talking about somebody. No, I'm not talking about anybody. I just made that up. Because I used Um, to do that. You know what they definitely aren't? Wrestling fans? Plowing some girl on fucking television while there's a mass shooting happening in Center City, Philadelphia. They're definitely not doing that. They're not doing that. You know what would have been awesome? I What's hope that? it happened this way, that he just fucking blew his load just as those shots were fired. He was like, oh, oh, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, it was definitely like, you know, like helicopters going by, gunshots going off, and they're just going to town. And she's like, uh, uh, I think there's something going on outside. He's just like, hey, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Be quiet, be quiet. Shh. I'm almost done. <laughs> keep, keep, keep still, keep still, keep still. Oh, stop, oh, stop. <laughs> then they find out. Oh, woo, I'm on television. Plowing. Fucking legend. Jesus. Fucking goat. I remember being young. It was fun. All right, let's talk about a uh, rampage. I couldn't fuck like that when I was young. I could get fucked like that. Um, two, two, three minutes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Maybe we oh, only caught. Oh, maybe maybe oh, we only fucked oh, for the oh. amount of time we saw him. Just luckily caught him going to town. Then right after he could have got caught in like the greatest ten seconds of his of his year. Yeah, that was it. Which either way, good for him. Yeah, power to him. All right, you guys watch Rampage. I didn't. Royal Rampage. What does that mean? It says Royal Rampage. Uh, so, yeah. So because uh, you know they there was a battle royal. Battle what royal. What is this? Two rings. Let me. I'll explain it. Okay. Two ring battle royal. Guys come out, you know how, so they went, they came out Royal Rumble style, 
in a red ring and a blue ring. So I can only imagine what these guys were, you know, what wh- who they were taking stabs at. Right. I think it was every two minutes somebody came out. But you were restricted to the red ring or the blue ring. So the first guy came out, he was red ring. Second guy came out, he was blue ring. Two guys were already in there, I believe. Right. Then third so comes four guys, out. Two rings. Right. And then do they come out together, red ring, blue no. ring at the same time? Four, I think four guys came out initially. So you had two and two. Right. Yeah, two okay. on two, and then they start trickling out one, 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 one. And then one, one. one. So it was every two minutes, a guy went into the other and went into the assigned ring. So it right. was like three guys in one ring, two guys in the other ring. But so is there ever a situation whole... where like red ring, red ring got called? Was it random? No. Okay. No, it was Kaboom back and forth. Okay. Back and forth, they took it. turns. I have no idea. Yeah, so they took turns, and they were restricted to the ring that they were in. Um, They had um, – I look, I'm going to be honest with you – I. I think that they pulled this off very well without it getting very confusing. Um, they kept guys. They met a lot of guys looked really good. Uh, namely, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs looked excellent in it. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think, uh, like, just about everybody that was in there, like, they worked it really well as far as not being, not missing eliminations. Things kind of made sense. For something that should have come off very confusing because you had, like, 40 dudes they did a good job with it. Um, Takeshita in there was Takeshita. Takeshita was in there, looked great, yeah. kicked the shit out of quite a few guys in there. Oh, you know um, what? I saw the clip where he uh, double German suplexed, uh, Rick, was it Ricky Starks and Darby Allen? Uh, Could have been. Yeah. Or or was it? No, it was it was um, Swerve, I think, and Darby Allen. Swerve and Darby Allen, that's what it was. Yeah. Swerve and Darby Allen, he double suplexed them. Um your latest, I think one of the last guys, could have been the last guy in whatever ring, was Brody King. Came out, cleaned house. Uh, then the two that were left had to wrestle in one ring, or they wrestled in both. I don't remember. And it ended up being Darby Allen, who I believe was like third or fourth, and Brody King. And uh, I, what I thought was a great fucking ending, Brody King just basically kicked the shit out of him. Uh, Darby Allen... You know, them playing up the fact that Darby Allen had been in there since the beginning. So Darby Allen still looks fucking great, right? Um, and Brody King uh, put Darby Allen in a sleeper hold, hung him outside the ring, just just stood him, you know, stood him up, lifted him over the top ropes, and held him up with his feet dangling, choked him out, and then just dropped him. According to it was list, a really good ending. Roosh was in the stoves. His first official match. Yeah. Yes. Roosh made an appearance. How did he looked look? really. Very strong. They made everybody that they wanted to look good looked good. Right, Brandon. Good. He uh, I, I like Pentagon I, knocked him out, and Pentagon went out with him. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, him and Penta. Good, right. Brandon. And Butcher, Butcher and Blade actually look good too. Butcher's like, you, you, I don't know if he's on tour or what. He comes in and out. I feel like of AEW, but he's like pretty ripped now. Yeah, he's uh, sober now. And he's King were like there at the end, and yeah, he lost that like beer barrel yeah. chest. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, every time I die, he broke up. So he's, I don't think he's torn unless he's torn with another band. Okay. I have no idea, but it's I like, definitely know uh, he's getting you, sober, so that'll make a big that difference. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like if you just drink enough beer, your chest just starts to turn into like a actual keg-looking yeah, shape. And then he, he, somehow he's, shake, he's shaking that. He's pretty cut now. And him and Brody King kind of like looked the same in a weird way. So it was cool, those two at the end. But it, it, this was entertaining. And then hit the fast-forward button for a little while. Keep it moving. Young Bucks versus 
Bush, Bushi Road, Bushiman, Bashi, uh, uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, Chris, thoughts? Goto's got a stick, too. Yeah, they both have sticks. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh, uh, fuck, what are they called? It's not Bushiman. I forget what it is. Something. Brandon, Brandon. thoughts? Dudes. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, do you have thoughts? I don't know that I do. I mean, this was fun. Goto, I thought, looked cool. It's another one to Chris's point where I'm kind of speeding around at this point, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yoshihashi versus the Young Bucks on, on TNT here, where it does keep you, like, even if you don't feel like watching, you have to keep an eye on it because there's going to be some insane thing coming up during the card. So Goto rules. Cool man. in that sense. I, I guess the Young Bucks had something where they're like, everybody that they know is hurt or not around, so they're like, don't know what to do with themselves and that that was what the the match ended up being about but i don't know i don't i i, I still like the young bucks aren't landing when in this second title title reign so. so the young bucks said did the young okay the way you just described it so the young bucks were like oh we're bored we have nothing better to do let's bring in um some guys from new japan and wrestle them exactly that's yeah that's terrible that's stupid all right uh what else we got tony storm versus nyla rose brandon thoughts this I didn't watch. Okay, I, Chris, I, I out skip it. Skip okay. it. I don't even. I don't even remember it to be honest Man, with you. It looks like that the reviews are not that great. So there you go. I did not watch Rampage. You really got to fucking sell me on Rampage to get me to watch it. I do not give a shit about that fucking show. The 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 saving grace of Rampage is I never watch it live. If I'm at work, I I'll watch, watch it. I'll oh, watch, I'll pay yeah, attention well, that's, to work because I don't want to work. There's a, that's a totally different, totally different animal. But yeah. I, if I'm, but or if I, if I'm up, I can't sleep, whatever, because I'm usually calling it at night yeah. on Friday nights. By then, um, I'm not going to put wrestling on while I'm laying in bed. But the thing, the great thing about Rampage is, is that it's a fucking hour, and I can fast forward through it and be done it in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these matches that I'm not interested in, or if they're a dog gone, I'm done. And I find myself uh, when I do watch Rampage. Um, in the morning, I'll watch it. I'll watch a match. If I don't want to watch the first one, I find myself usually ending that program by fast-forwarding, like at some point going, okay, this isn't interesting, and fast-forwarding it all to the end. The weird thing that I find with that is that you are now, when you do that, you're when you go to AEW Live, these matches is that, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's fast-forwarding through these matches, are after the whole Dynamite card. Yeah. We I mean, we've been there. Multiple you times. know how you feel. It's just like, like it, you should put a little bit. I, look, if you want to do, you do usually do three matches on Rampage, right? And then some other crap. You want to do two dogs and a really good match? I mean, you can really sell that program if the main events are really good. Well, we uh, twice we went. I think Ricky Starks was on Rampage twice. So it made us pay attention yeah. to Ricky Starks because we wanted to see Rick because we're Ricky Starks fans. So we were like, OK, but, you know, by the end of it, you're fucking exhausted, man. It's fucking tough. And when it's on TV, I'm usually watching all three hours at once. And the first match of Rampage is like X top guy versus Lee Moriarty. Right. And that's enough to make me kind of dump out mentally. But this week you turn it on and you're like, oh, 20 man Royal Rumble. It's like. Talk about match types that are used a lot. The blood and guts style match, mm-hmm. war games match, and I'm not that interested in. I could pretty much always get suckered into a 
Royal Rumble, Rumble where yeah. someone's coming out one after another for a half hour. Right. Cage matches, maybe not, but Royal Rumble's fun because there's some surprises and stuff like that. Yeah, Takes you back to being a kid playing WWE SmackDown vs. Raw. <laughs> right, right. And it, there's... It's a good use of the fact that you have uh, the two rings there. You can't have too many matches without using those two fucking rings. Right. Yeah. Right. Like cause you got people on the other side of those fuck, rings. Man. It's just it's 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 no good. Yeah. And so it's almost like okay, we're gonna you do a we're gonna do a battle royal to figure out who's gonna wrestle Mox. Then we might as well use both of these fucking rings. So they did a really good job. I thought you know especially with it being on Rampage, they did a really good job of that battle royal, and I'm glad. And the and the and the the prospect coming out of it, what we're gonna have Mox wrestle Brody King is fucking phenomenal. Right. I love. That. I, I'm really excited. I don't know if that's this week or not, but I'm really it is. Excited. We're gonna talk about it in a second. Yeah, Mox versus big guys is always good because we're used to him kicking the shit out of people, and then he gets some. Um, he finally gets some size against him, and he's uh, looks like he can't do anything against him. But here we go. Here's the AW Dynamite match card. Well, it makes sense that the Butcher and Blade were uh, booked strong on Rampage because they're facing Swerve in our glory. I'm going to go through these, and then you guys give your thoughts. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus appear live. How about this? Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm versus Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. I quickly fell off the Marina Shafir train. She is uh, pretty boring. TNT Championship match. Street fight. Oh, God. Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow. And we get our inter- uh, interim AW World Championship match. John Moxley versus Brody King. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, not bad. Uh, Christian Cage is going to have to start saying some wild shit or he's going to run out of to uh, run out of runway pretty quick here if he's just going to be picking on Jungle Boy every week. He's, he's pretty much pushed that to the limit. Lutasaurus uh, is my son because I fucked a dinosaur. Yeah. And now I'm going to fuck Jungle Boy's mother. Marina Shafir, I agree, not uh, as compelling to me. Uh, the Swerve Keith Lee tag team. Yeah, we're going to bring this really, up. It's taking a little while. I don't really have an opinion on them. I don't think I have anything positive to say. I guess Wardlow... Is winning the belt now this week off of Scorpio no, no, no. Sky? Street fight sounds like interference. Is that oh is that what it is? The yeah, street, street fight? fight. Yeah. There's got to be a fan base for Scorpio Sky, right? Like why? Yeah, it's a star cast. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts? Chris, thoughts? Um. Yeah, I would assume that we're that that they hopefully they move forward this eventual breakup of Keith Lee and and the other dude Swerve, right? Takes a while, man. AW um, takes a while with everything. Yeah. Um, the problem, look, I'm not gonna listen. I I enjoy long term story storytelling. I don't like when you're be it's so obvious. Where the, 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 the clues are there. They're WWE-style clues where they're slapping you in the face, but then it takes fucking six months for it to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do subtle breakup, that's fine. Do it over a course of a year. But if you're just going to keep, like, screwing each other over, and and then you're just going to be like, we're buddies again. It just everybody looks stupid. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. Um, what else do we have? Uh Thunder Rosa and Thunder Tony Rosa Storm. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm versus Nyla you know, Rose and Marina Sheffield. 
This is a this may be an unpopular opinion, but Thunder Rosa is champion. I'm not a big fan of it. I think she's much better chasing. I do not like her with the belt. I find her every baby face though. Yeah, I find her. I feel find her boring. I find her that she loses the she lost the character loses its edge with her having a title. Mm -hmm. She's better when people are fucking with her and she's really mad. So, um, and Marina Shafir, you know, I mean, two totally different. Uh, I, I'm only using the comparison for one thing. They're nothing like one another, but uh, it's almost like, you know, this is another woman that is, has really no experience in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, to draw the parallel with Jade Cargill, but then Jade Cargill has all those other pieces that you look past the fact that she's getting better as it goes. Right. She has everything else. And Marina Shafir, like this is somebody that needs to be so technically sound and can tell the story so well without speaking. And she's just not there yet. I think the issue is that she's not. She could should be booked as a killer. And she isn't. She's booked as a loser. But she doesn't sound like someone because she doesn't speak. She doesn't talk shit. She doesn't do anything. She just goes in and loses all the time. So it's boring. It's really boring. Yeah, I agree. I got to say, thank God they got rid of fucking uh, Guerrero as Nyla's Rose, uh, Nyla Rose's mouthpiece, though. Nyla Rose is great on the mic. Also, I think that I don't know. T- Tony Storm is way better as a heel. Tony Storm turning on Thunder Rosa, I think, is the story to this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Brandon, thoughts? No, I'm good. You guys nailed it. I don't think I have too much else. Tony Storm probably is better than this than where she's been put i think they finally got a win for her last week so keep it moving i'm good just want to add really quick like if you so even though like you know it's it's they're playing the roles of people on television and they're not really these people in real life Mm -hmm. but they pretend that this is real life and you know, you kind of work this murky area of what's real and what's fake on your social media and this and that, blah, blah, blah. When you have a wrestling couple, right? That's the worst. I don't like if the wrestling couple, if the one cup A is a heel and B is a baby face. Tony Storm is a baby face. Why is this person with virtue going married to, or she's married, I believe, married to this complete piece of shit, Juice Robinson? See, I don't, like, I don't care you, about that. No, what I'm saying is, I, 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 it's just a little thing I'm pointing out. Like, I, it's, it's weird. It's like, if you're going to try to blend these, blur these lines, shouldn't the piece of shit be married to the piece of shit in real life? Especially when Have you talk about it, on it though, TV? on AEW? What do you mean? No, but she does on her social media. Yeah, but She's it's, always a, it's a TV it. show, though. I get it, but but is it? Yes. I mean, it is. It is, but is it? Because some people blur the line. Other people don't. Right. Some people use it as a tool to promote themselves. Some people talk shit on other wrestlers on their on their social media. Right? Right. But so I unless just, it's explicitly mentioned, I think for, like, canon's sake, for storyline's okay. sake, unless it's specifically mentioned on the TV show, I don't think you I really, get it. Right. I, I understand what you're saying. Matters. But wrestling was much cooler when we didn't know what the fuck their personal lives were. Well, I mean, whatever. So, I don't know. I just... I mean, I, we live in this secrets. era, though, so we got to kind of... Eh, you got to deal they with it. They don't that. have to. They can not do it. Uh, you don't see anybody in Japan recognizing who they're dating. 
Io Shirai has never come out and said, yeah, I'm getting married to evil. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. She hasn't I done like it. that. Yeah. I like that. Well, I, I mean, like, that's what I'm this saying. This is part like, of the weird kayfabe world that we live in. Non-kayfabe. Right. It's broken. I guess it's, I guess it's, I guess yeah. it's me. I guess it's me wanting kayfabe. I think kayfabe makes for a better program. And it still exists That's some it. places, but it doesn't exist in the United States for sure. Yeah. Although fucking Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins do a pretty good job of it. Becky Lynch is fantastic. Even look, even Ronda Rousey and fucking Natty do a great job of it. Ronda Rousey's out of a fucking tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think she posted like, you know, um, you know, I, I I respect what you did and I understand why you did it to Liv Morgan and Natty, you're still a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like that kind of stuff if you're gonna do it. Mind you, her and Natty are probably working every day training together. They're She's probably, probably who trains buds. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, thoughts? No, I'm good, man. Pack it up. Yeah, I'll pack it up. <laughs> I've had enough. You know what? I, yeah, I got to pee. That's probably why I was a little annoyed there. <laughs> <laughs> I just pissed myself. Probably why that was bothering me that shouldn't. I got a bucket of water. I just shit in it like it's the fucking Chesapeake Bay. You got a tub. <laughs> You got one of those ice bathtubs. When we see you doing this on the podcast, Feeling my balls. water kind of, kind of splashing up. That's when you're shitting in the ice bath. If you see me the doing trough. this, I might be on Channel 10 News fucking somewhere on the window. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Trying to get the right spot in the trough here. Yeah. Make sure I don't get any backsplash. Make sure you're not sitting next to somebody that's a pro wrestler that you wouldn't recognize. As per Chris. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us this week. And join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. For Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week. 